0: Travel back in time to the 80s, reliving the music... Everybody have fun tonight. <laughs> Everybody wang chung tonight. The movies...
1: Yes! 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 Oh! 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 I'll have what she's having. And the parties... No one in my family ever drinks. That's great!
0: you would probably never run out of ice your whole life.
1: Because just like you... We're
2: stuck in the 80s. Sure, it's not
0: 1985 right now, but who knows what tomorrow will bring.
2: Hey, hey, welcome to Stuck in the 80s. It's your host, Steve Spears. And Brad in L.A. And let's unplug a little today and go back to our beloved decade for more acoustic versions of 80s classics. Every time I think of you, I always catch my breath.
0: Don't forget, Stuck in the 80s is a member of the CLNS Podcast Network. You can find our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and the CLNS Media mobile app. And don't forget to listen
2: to our podcast at the new CLNS Media website. You can find it at clnsmedia.com. One of our first-class passengers would like to sing you a song inspired by one of our coach passengers. I want to make you smile
0: you Carry you around when your arthritis is bad. All I want to do is grow old with Steve, joining us today, a guest host who also requires no amplification, it's Jen with one N.
1: Hey, guys, as I'm speaking into this microphone, but pretend I'm not. <laughs> pretend I'm just hanging out.
0: <laughs> one of those big
2: bullhorns or something like that. There you go. So we've done one of these before. We came up with this idea, oh gosh, months months ago, maybe a year ago, where we said, you know, there's all these great acoustic versions of songs that we loved during the 80s. We never really get a chance to work them into the show and kind of tell the story behind the song. So today... Part two of our series on acoustic classics. These will all be songs that the the acoustic version may or may not have been recorded in the 80s, but the original song surely was. So we'll have some fun with that. At the very end, after all the uh, songs are featured, we have all the seggies, all the seggies to help catch up. All. Because I know every every, (laughs) seggy Historical, hysterical happenings is there. What (laughs) makes Spearcy cry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Stuck in the 80s? Yeah. We no, we, not all there, but at least the, the three ones that you guys... Uh, the big three. Yeah, the big, the big three. three. They're there. So uh, without further ado, let's get started. Brad, what song are you going to represent today?
0: Steve, I give you an acoustic version of my all-time favorite Van Halen song, Panama. Ooh.
2: God, I've never heard this before.
1: Yeah, I haven't either.
0: I just came across it yesterday. Where'd you find it? Uh, internet searchings. Uh, I just was looking for. Here's here's what. Uh, honest, here's the honest truth. You know, behind the scenes here, I started trying to think of bands that I wouldn't otherwise associate with an acoustic song because I feel like a lot of times, and I'm okay with this when it's rainy and glum and cold. A lot of times, the acoustic versions of songs we find are a little sadder. You know, they're a little more down. And I thought, let's find. Let's find a a rockin' acoustic version. Literally, I typed in Van Halen Acoustic into the search bar, and this came up. (laughs) Uh, The original was on their Epic album, 1984. This version, this acoustic version, is included in a deluxe edition of their 2012 album, A Different Kind of Truth, which was their first full-length album with David Lee Roth since 1984, The deluxe edition, as I said, came with a DVD titled "The Downtown Sessions," and it had this acoustic version and a couple other things, including "Beautiful Girls" on it. And if you watch the video, it's them in the studio, and they just—it's if you listen to it, it sounds like they're having fun. But if you watch it, it looks like they're just having a great time, like they're just sitting around in a garage or in a studio, in this case, playing their song and singing and having a great time. And it just—it's a really fun take on what is my favorite Van Halen song.
2: I. I will say, though, that it's it's a perfect example of of how Diamond Dave has a hard time sometimes remembering where his lyrics are supposed to go. <laughs> I mean, he, he is more he of is a yeah. showman than he's a singer. And he just kind of throws it out there, you know, and hopefully it's around the point where it's supposed to originally be in the song. But if you've ever seen Van Halen perform live, I mean, the guy's all over the place.
1: Yeah, you – you mentioned that. I know I noticed the same thing, Steve. It's actually like when you watch the, the video, all of the energy that would otherwise go into like running or splits or flips or whatever he, <laughs> he's he's capable of doing these days, right? <laughs> It, it, it's you can see it in his coming out in his knees and his hands, and like he cannot, even though it's a real the way they do it is really mellow, but you can yeah. see like the energy cannot be stopped. Like you could see it coming, just coming yeah. out all different ways. You and know, you see
2: Alex Van Halen over there playing like the bongos and just laughing his ass off at, at Dave. Yeah, and uh, so it's one of those, yeah, that's just. It is it's just fun. It's easily one of my favorite Van Halen songs, but uh, I did not know that existed until today.
1: I have to just put a plug in for um, Mr. Diamond Dave's ensemble. He is like fully like hundred percent Dexy's Midnight Runner. Yeah. He's got like a, right, you yeah, know, like the- a newsy cap on. He's wearing like overalls. I mean, it's it's a lot of look. I'm just saying.
0: I really think he started with the hat to cover the bald spot, and then he. It just looks built like it a train engineer. It's, it's still yeah, a lot it's of fun, look. though. So
2: Jen, what song, uh, what acoustic song are you repping today?
1: So this is a song that I will rep whether it's acoustic or electric or somewhere in between. I've been waiting to talk about this. Like eight-year-old Jen is super excited <laughs> right now. It's it is eight six seven five three zero nine Jenny by Tommy Tutone. So when I heard this song for the first time, I was at the time Jenny with two N's and to have a song about me on the radio was like the biggest thrill. So, you know, I had my little transistor radio during recess and like whenever it was, and it it seemed to, I don't know if you remember radio in those days, like the same song seemed to come on at the same times when they were yeah. popular. Yeah. So like every time during like first recess, it, this, this song always seemed to come on and it was just so much fun. First but, recess. Yeah, you know. More than one recess. Wait, I, it was the West coast. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, this, I, I love this song and it's, it's a I I mean, obviously it's, it's one of the catchier tunes of the decade and it doesn't, I don't think, and I'm trying to figure out why. So maybe you guys are more musically adept um, or at least talking about music. So I'm wondering why, because it seems like the, the, original version and the acoustic version are not that far apart. I mean, the drums are definitely missing from the acoustic version, but it's such a driving guitar line that it almost doesn't matter. Yeah. Does that make sense?
0: Well, yeah. It's just a different guitar sound, right? I mean, it's yeah. the acoustic guitar sound, but the, the that drives the song, that drives the original song. It's not like there's a big synth line in that. Yeah. True.
1: Maybe that's early. Yeah. yeah, so it sounds very yeah, I mean, similar. Early,
0: early
2: 80s. Yeah, but it's a fun, yeah, I, fun version. Tommy Tutel will be on the 80s cruise uh, this year. Wow. Nice. I don't think we have it in our trivia deck, but the lead singer's name is not Tommy Two-Tone.
1: What? Tommy One-Tone. <laughs> his
2: name is Tommy Heath. It's, it's Eustace <laughs> Berkovich. You know, his name is Tommy Heath, and the band used to be called Tommy and the Two-Tones, but over the years, it just kind of got shortened to Tommy Two-Tone. Still, everyone thinks that's his name. It is not. But I think this song always was pretty popular That because it has a great hook and uh, especially at that age the idea yeah. that we would actually just sit there and say this phone number over and over again just <laughs> so early 80s it's so great you know it's like of course we do
1: I love I love like five syllables for the word nine is <laughs> yeah, my favorite uh,
2: <laughs> if there wasn't a song named after that phone number there's no other way you'd remember it even I mean, 8675309 oh, so, such random numbers right
1: well you know what's fun about this version too is that and i and it makes me think that he's going to be a fun um Performer on on the cruise, but the v- vocals are not so different. At least on this recording, on the on the stripped album, the vocals on the acoustic version are not so different. So he, it, so that kind of makes it fun too, yeah. is that? So you can sing along with the acoustic version the way you might with the sure. um, with the original.
2: Oh yeah, Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Good point.
1: So here's
2: the song I want to represent today. Um, this is this is not an obscure song by any means. Neither was uh, eight six seven five three zero nine or Panama. This is John Waite with his acoustic version of Missing You. I just like acoustic versions of songs like this. I, I know Brad's like, Oh, it's sad and it's mopey and it's meant for a rainy afternoon. Well that's that's
0: me. That's okay. I just want I want there to um, I want to find some that aren't. Yeah. But yeah, this is a great example I, of that and it's well done.
2: I just think that when you have a song that's so well written, like this one is, that the words seem more powerful when they're not being drowned out by a bunch of other instruments.
1: I agree. It's a pretty song. It's, and it is. It's prettier um, stripped down.
0: Sure. I mean, it's not like this has got a big orchestral backing in the original version, but this is a nice... No. This this version, uh, you're absolutely right, Steve. This version, because there's less going on, it just provides a little more focus on the right. lyrics.
2: Yeah. You, you really hear each word. And it's one of those fun songs. It was a huge, huge hit for John Waite. It was released back in June 1984 as part of his second album, No Breaks. Nominated... For best male pop vocal performance. You'd think that a song like this deserves to win, right? Yeah. It didn't. And you want to know why? You know who he was up against that year? Footloose by Kenny Loggins. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Juggernaut. Hello by Lionel Richie. Is it me
0: you're looking for?
2: I just called to say I love you by Stevie Wonder. Uh, I hate that song. I know, but still, it was, it was yeah, popular, but, and so the Grammys loved it. Do. And the song that did win, Phil Collins for Against All Odds.
1: Oh, so. my gosh. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's a tough uh, competition. That's like the
2: Spears of the All-Stars right there, Against All Odds right. and Missing You. Right. like That's why I always kind of say, when someone says, oh, what was the greatest year in music in the 80s? I go to 1984 quite a bit for that. 83, mm-hmm. 84, I think, is right there in the sweet spot. The song has been covered tons of times over the years. Uh, Tina Turner has a memorable version. So did uh, Brooks and Dunn. Uh, John Waite and Allison Krauss did their own re-release back in the early two thousands. About the time I interviewed him, actually, and he was pretty happy with that.
1: I also covered this song.
0: <laughs> was that in
1: <laughs> in, karaoke, in karaoke? And I and I was it was a great disappointment to me as a karaoke artist because <laughs> I was like. I was really excited about it. I was like, oh my gosh, I've never sung this song. I mean, it's beautiful and the lyrics are wonderful. And I, sa- I sang it and it's kind of not boring to sing, but it's long and it's very oh, repetitive. So uh, uh, the, like the first third, I was super psyched that, that I w- was getting a chance to sing it. And then re- after that, I was like, man, like... Are, I'm are sorry this? Like, this is taking so long. Yeah, yeah. But so that was a little disappointing. I think it's That's better really to listen to it, I I just, <laughs> Watch This is a hard
2: song, I think, to perform in karaoke because you need that sort of like that inner fire, that, that like almost like growly, you've been wronged by the universe kind of uh, drive in you to make the words really pop. Okay.
1: <laughs> I think it's that... Like the the before the chorus is pretty manageable for a regular old singer like me, but then once you get to the higher notes, it gets a little tricky. It's Boys of Summer is the same. Like it's it, things are going along pretty well, and then you you realize you have to go up several <laughs> octaves, like, oh. and, and then you're like, dang oh. it, <laughs> it was all so good. It kind of falls apart. Like yeah. So is um, this
0: the song that the original video? He's on the bed with the headphones on when she comes to knock on the door. Gosh, I haven't seen the original video in forever. That, so I am, I, tell you. am I misremembering this? Like he's 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 missing her and he's like puts his headphones on and then she comes and knocks on the door and he doesn't answer because he's upstairs with his headphones on. <laughs> no, like I, have, so I, no
1: oh, I don't remember and, and
0: he doesn't know, and so then she wanders off again.
1: Yeah, all I remember was the um the phone booth.
0: Where he tries to call her.
1: Yeah, he tries to call her.
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so there's some debate as to who the song's about. In the MTV book uh, called VJ, you know the uh, uh, oral history of the network, Nina Blackwood wrote that the song was inspired by her relationship with John Waite. John Waite's a little cagey about it himself. He was married at the time the song came out, but the marriage was on the rocks, and there was multiple women in his life at that point. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's told a couple people,
0: hey, this song is about you. So we'll see. We'll see. Well, Steve, we may not know who that song was written for, but I know what our listeners are waiting for. The Seventies. What's happening, Hot Stuff?
2: Ah, by the sound of the gong, it must be time for Mystery Movie Moment. We haven't done this segment. I think I was still in my 30s the last time we did it. It feels that way. (laughs) So, uh, I don't even think I was in my 30s when we started doing this, uh... Podcast. I don't know. Maybe I was. Who knows? Let's not get involved in the details. Uh, you know the drill by now. We'll play a snippet of a movie from the eighties. If you get it right, you're entered into the drawing for some swag. I gather from the emails that I've seen lately that
0: that Brad's had bigger fish to fry. Oh my gosh! I, I need to get on this. So this week it's going to happen. Okay. This week it's going to happen. I've been, I've been every spare inch of my time has been sucked up by this crazy pop icon costume. I know. So. I know. and We'll talk more about that yeah, later. But yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, know.
2: I know. Same thing with me. I've got a ton of other th- things going on right now. I still keep opening boxes around here trying to find the trucker hats. <laughs> I, there's, there's really... I don't know where they are. They must be in the garage, I guess. But I just I can't fathom... I've opened every box in nearly every closet and I cannot find them. So if I promised you a trucker hat... Mm. E- email us in and, and let me know what else I can send you because I, those things are lost in time, my friends. You know. Have you checked the garage? Yeah, I don't want to. I hear they might be in the garage. <laughs> I I'd really be surprised. I mean, I don't think that I would put 80s cruise stuff out there. In the box that says trucker hats? I guarantee you there's no,
1: 80's there's no box
2: in my in my place that says 80s cruise or trucker hats. In fact, maybe mm. labeling boxes would have been the way to go. So, Anyway. We digress. Pay attention. Here's the clue from eons ago when we last did this segi.
1: Having donated a small portion of my brains to this conflict, the other portion being protected by a heavy steel plate in my head.
2: That's Biloxi Blues.
0: I would have thought more people would have gotten this one right. All the answers came in really fast. Like People who knew it knew it right away. There's this joke that we always have you know, Christopher Walken's voice. Christopher Walken's voice is so distinctive. Yeah. And, and it's just a matter of figuring out right. what he's doing. There's only in. about five movies from the 80s for him. So, Brad, why don't you read the winners? Winners this week include Andy T in Arizona, Jeff Rox in Indiana, Ryan the Pirate King, Eric in Frozen Buffalo, Dr. Tim, DJ in Clinton, Eric and Cincy, Tom Corn in Austria, M. Leshen, Tim from Toad Suck, and Dave Augie August. Pay attention. Here's this week's mystery
2: movie clip.
1: Here, I made you a sweater. Last night? Yeah, it's just something I do with my hands. I hope I got the size right. I'm pretty sure I uh, did. I have a brother and I use him for size and comparison. <laughs> and I have a pretty good eye for that sort of thing, so I just went ahead and made you one because, you know, I was up. Are you peeing? Yeah. <laughs> oh.
2: If you know it, email us at podcast at sit80s.com and tune in next week to find out if you're a winner. Ah, the misquoted frame that is named the 80s tune. We'll play a snippet of a song from the 80s if you get it right. Once again, you're entered into the drawing for the swag. Um, for the
0: promise of swag. It's like the, swag future. Yes, it's, it is. It is <laughs> you have and, a contract to get swag delivered to you at some point in the future. <laughs> oh, my God. And it might be a
2: few weeks, by the way, before we get back to this, because as we have hinted at, the 80s crew is right around the corner. These are the last couple of shows before we set sail. So uh, you may not get answers until uh, late March. Anyway. Pay attention. Here's the clip from show number four, four, four. That's Mike and the Mechanics with The Living Years.
1: I wasn't there that morning. Baby's newborn tears I just wish I could have told him In the
2: living so say Now, say let me just say something right now. <laughs> I regret picking a song that everyone
0: who listens to this podcast could recognize in two seconds.
1: Mm-hmm. Well,
0: and you gave them about ten seconds of it, too, so they got to recognize I it know. five times. No. A lot of people wrote in. A lot of people wrote in. We're not going to read all the
2: names because we would literally be here the rest of the afternoon. So if you did write in, you still get on the, the magical mystery wheel that we'll spin here in a few minutes. I
0: wrote down as many as I could before my hands started going numb. So, so so, what you're saying is when this week when I say winners include, I really do mean include. really mean this week. Are you ready? You ready? Here we go. Here we go. Buckle up. Buttercup. this week's winners include Jeff Rox in Indiana Shazam of st. Louis Jeffrebri how do you say that jefrab Jefffrabrika <laughs> is that some kind of oxmix name Jeffrerick Jefffrab Beckpa in Oklahoma. Come on, Oklahoma, buy a vowel. Peter Ryan in Montreal, Randy Gelking, John Hayes, Terry in Perth, Australia, Tom Corn in Austria, Stony Stitt, Jeremy in WNC, Dr. Dim, Ross in Chicago, Oliver the Bard in Germany, Fetch in Evansville, Jeremy in St. Pete, new listener Scott in Montana, Natalie aka Buckeye Girl, Bernie the Dutch oven Lindemann from Sydney, Australia, Mega Code, Canuck and Cali, Aaron Shirley in Canada, Brock in North Dakota, Andy T from Arizona, New Wave Todd, Joe in Michigan, in michigan and dave dirt who writes i get choked up every single time i hear this to the point that if it comes on at work i've got to make myself scarce i only spoke to my dad a handful of times from 1980 until just a few years ago he was in virginia beach we were in southwest missouri and he was just pretty much into himself didn't try and stay in contact a whole lot which never really bothered me growing up i just figured that's how it is so whatever as I got older, though, I've grown to realize the importance of mending fences before it's too late. He's 82 and not in the best of health, so I started the conversation and even went out there last year to visit him. It was the first time I'd seen him in 16 years. Still, though, the line, I wasn't there that morning when my father passed away. I didn't get to tell him all the things I had to say. Just absolutely wrecks me. Wow. Yeah, wow. Uh,
2: dark. <laughs> dark, Dave. It's can become your new... Uh... Nickname.
0: Okay. Dark Dave Dirt. (laughs) I
2: swear to God, I'm making this week's... uh, You know how I'm going to make this week's harder? I'm going to let Jen pick this week's song. That alone should make it harder. can guarantee the metalheads out there will not be happy. So pay attention.
1: (laughs) I contain multitudes, Steve. Don't don't, uh, (laughs) prejudge.
2: Okay, we'll see. Pay attention. Here's Jen's mystery clip for this week. If you know it, email us at podcast at sit80s.com and tune in next week to find out if you're a winner. Running out of cheesy ways to say, here's the next Seggy. Let's just say it's mystery TV theme song. I want my mystery MTV theme song. Steve's brain is starting to melt. Clearly, I should have started drinking earlier today. Uh, You know the drill. We play a little piece of a theme song from an 80s TV show. Um, Once again, you get to the drawing for the swag you'll never get, but you just feel better about yourself. Pay attention. Here's the clip from our last show, episode 444.
1: Life goes on, and so do we. Just how we do it
2: is no mystery. That's Empty Nest. Rain or
1: shine, I'll be the one to share it all as
2: life goes
0: on. Anybody else watch this show? What was this show about?
1: I did. It's like uh, a dad and his daughters and stuff. I, I think it was a spinoff,
0: actually. But there, if there are daughters, how is the nest empty?
1: <laughs> I, I don't That's think. the whole point.
0: <laughs> He's trying to get rid of them? Okay. I, I just
2: thought it had Christy McNichol on it and... I was still in denial. So anyway, uh, some people got it right. It wasn't that much of a mystery. Jen, why don't you read some of the winners?
1: Surely don't call me Shirley. Uh, Jeff Rox in Indiana, Jesse Elgato Grande, Smith, Victoria in big bear, Cal in Atlanta, Jen Pond, who sometimes misses her big eighties hair. Oh, I feel you. Rhoda Collins, Cecil Cahoon. sweet Lou, grilly, Northern Irish Mal, Dan in McDonough, Matt D in Oregon, Eric from Tennessee, Fish from Indiana, Anastasia in Colorado, and Jeff Penney. A lot of Eric's, you know? A lot of Eric listeners. Eric's with one K. Eric's with one K
2: or with one C. Anyway,
1: congratulations. Yeah.
2: Okay. So there we go. All three segues. We're all caught up. It's time for uh, Brad to spin his wheel of fun and
0: we'll pick a winner. I had to get it out of storage. It was a little rusty, but here we go. Wow! You didn't pop something. Oh, I popped something, all right.
2: And we're winding it down. Looks like the winner's going to be New Wave Todd. You are this week's winner. Excellent!
1: Yay! If I don't have it already, mm-hmm.
2: send me your snail mail address, and uh, we will put it. And we'll <laughs> put it on the list. On a list.
1: <laughs> and we will write it down. Okay.
2: We well, yeah, let's not yeah, like yeah. go crazy. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say that. Just one more thing, they will get lost. Okay, here's this week's mystery TV theme song. If you know it, email us at Hades.com. Tune in after we get back from Hades Cruise. We'll have some winners for you. We'll be right back after this commercial break. What makes Carnival Cruise Line the most popular cruise line in the world?
1: We got fun, not much money, oh, but honey, ain't we got fun? The food is great here, there's never a bill. We'll pay up late, dear. Let's not miss a thrill. Sunny weather, all together, we've got the fun. Take a three, four, or seven-day cruise on Carnival, the most popular cruise line in the
0: world.
2: We're back. We have just a few minutes left. I thought, hey, you know what we haven't done in a while? What's your
0: '80s obsession? Brad, what is your 80s obsession? You know, this might have been my 80s obsession a few months ago, but it's definitely my 80s obsession this week. My 80s obsession, Jen and Steve, is Bananarama. Why? Well, I went and saw them this week. Uh, The original lineup was, it's hard to say they had a North American (laughs) tour. They did like four dates, LA, San Francisco, Toronto, New York, and then back home. And I got to tell you, it was a lot of fun. They sound good. They got the dance moves down. You know, it was it was a, a just a super fun evening of bubblegum pop. And I just I've been listening to it all week, and it just makes me smile.
1: Cool. How were their voices? Excellent. Like were the harmonies what you remember?
0: Well, it was. It's funny you would say harmonies. Bananarama is kind of famous for not singing harmony. They were a unison group, which is pretty unusual, and they sounded good. I was pleasantly surprised. Um, honestly, the mix was a little loud in the club. I'm getting old, and I don't like it when it's too loud. But their voices were good, and the band behind them was really good, too. It was nice. I was a little worried that they were going to come out and be in front of just a track. Oh, yeah. Like oh, there was yeah. just going to be an yeah, electronic yeah. track. They had a band behind them, and they they sounded great. It was a lot of fun. Okay. I hope that they do a longer tour of North America because I think people would enjoy seeing them. Absolutely. I don't know. I never really thought. They're, I mean, I enjoy them, but I don't know that I'd go see them. I'd go see them. Well, they'd be a great they'd be a great addition to a festival. Oh, yeah. For that's, sure. That's, that would be perfect. It would be a great addition to a festival. But they were a lot of fun. They did a, like an hour and a half set, and pretty much you, I was surprised. There were only a couple of songs that I didn't recognize. Oh, wow. And then they did Venus, and I'm like, what are they going to do for their encore? And they came out and did, and ain't what you do. It's the way that you do it. Oh, and yeah. And then they closed with love in the first degree. And I'm like, Oh, that's great. Yeah, it was perfect. It was fun. Did they do Robert
1: De Niro's waiting?
0: That was the second song in the set.
1: Nice.
2: Oh, wow. Right in front. Nice. Yeah. Love that song. They opened with like
0: Jones and went into right into Robert De Niro's waiting. Uh, so good. So Jen, what's your eighties obsession?
1: So I've been obsessed with this for a while and like, Kind of dying to talk about it. It's another podcast. It's on the Slate Network, and it's called Hit Parade. And it's this guy. He, let me see. His name is Chris Malamphy, and it says he's a feature writer and critic who writes widely about music and the pop charts. And for real, he is such a pop charts nerd. Each of the episodes is about an hour long. So he does a deep dive into music and it's only like one episode a month or something. So he really takes a lot of time okay. um, and effort. So for example, for example, there's an episode about George Michael and Elton John in which he describes their imperial period. It's like a, the, the time when a, an artist can do no wrong. Okay. So for George Michael, I think it was like 1987 or something like that. So that's one yeah. episode. Another episode is he compares Tom Petty and Prince as songwriters it is so good, you guys. Interesting. It's like, yeah, it's like reading a really good like article in Rolling Stone, but then you also get music clips <laughs> for the examples. You know, he'll like, then you can kind of hear exactly what he is talking about. But yeah. okay, so this was good timing. The, the best one that I have heard listened to it actually was mind blowing to me. It's called Queen of Disco. It's about Donna Summer, and I finally listened to it. I think it came out at the end of last year, but I finally listened to it after all our talk about the forgotten hits of 1980. And you learn all these cool facts about Donna Summer. And then I hear that her song, I Feel Love, you guys know the song I Feel Love? Oh, of course. Yeah. He, He says, and he's not like, I mean, he's very straightforward in his fact giving. He's not dramatic about it. But he said, it is not an exaggeration to say that all of the music in the 1980s can be traced to this song. What and it blew my mind. I mean, no kidding. And and you know, I don't want to say too much because it's a lot of fun. What you learn, Um, I'll just mention. David Bowie also agreed, so it's a really good listen, you guys. And it's just, it's not only '80s music, but a lot of it is. So I highly recommend it. And I'm super excited because they just posted a new one. It's called the Def Jam's edition, and it's talking about Run DMC um, and Aerosmith. So I'm super psyched to listen to that one. Yeah, but it's called Hit Parade on on the Slate Podcast Network.
0: Cool. If it's only monthly, I might be able to work it into the rotation. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's worth it. And, and the other know, thing too is just, like you don't have I'm to kind listen. Kind of
0: saturated. To- <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you know, the other thing is too is like you don't have to listen to every single one. You sort of like dip right. in what, whatever the topic is interesting to. you. But so far, I'm like almost everyone has been pretty fascinating.
0: Well, and it's, it sounds like it's probably evergreen too. If it sits for a few weeks, it's okay.
1: Yeah. For sure. Yeah.
0: Cool. No, that's great. I have to dig into that. Yeah, check it out. So
1: here's my
2: '80s obsession. We're about two weeks away from the '80s cruise. I know you're going to get tired of us talking about it, but it's it's just, it's all we're working on right now because we're finishing up our costumes and doing the trivia. I found out this week that it, we will be doing a live podcast recording on the ship. Uh, oh yeah! So you booked with come and pr- see the sausage being made. It won't be pretty. We we weren't sure it was going to happen, but it is going to happen. So if you used our promo code "stuck," you you should get an invite to the to the live podcast recording. It won't it won't be streamed live. It'll we'll record it and we'll release it when we get back. But I'm told that there's a pretty good chance that our special guest that day will be Thomas Dolby. And if what?
0: That- Squeal! <laughs> so I'm
2: so excited. So, so as fate would have it, I had I had ordered his book just you know a few weeks ago, and it arrived last week. And so now I'm going to like, obviously study, study. Like, yeah, (laughs) it's it's
0: good. It's really good. I enjoyed it.
2: So, yeah. So we'll be ready with all the questions. I mean, I could ask him a hundred questions right now. I interviewed him like 10 years ago, but that was a, but a lot has happened in his life since then. And, Hopefully he'll be there. If you book with our promo code, hopefully you'll be there and it'll be a great time. Uh, Speaking of Thomas Dolby, he too has an acoustic version of one of of his songs. No surprise that she's blinded me with science. In the meantime, along with our acoustical friends, John Waite, Van Halen, and Tommy Tutu, we remain here hopelessly stuck in the 80s.
0: stuck in the 80s is a member of the clns media network special thanks to check battery daily for our theme music and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on itunes stitcher or the clns media mobile
1: app. Blinded me with science